and so all right uh let's start because i want to finish things out with the more interesting series i guess you can uh, I mean, they're both interesting i want to well, start with just, atlanta and philadelphia just say outside of phoenix come on like the east has just killed it in the playoffs this year true i'm true. just gonna leave it at that and not take anything away from the west we just let's just say it to, for what it is the east is killing it yeah. in the playoffs atlanta philadelphia though games tomorrow 6.30, TNT. Oh. Go check it out. No, I'm kidding. Gonna, <laughs> it is going to be hostile in that game five. Yeah, it's in Philadelphia, too. It's, it's going to be a nasty. you seen that Philadelphia crowd? Yeah. Oh, you thought the New York crowd was like, good Lord. They're they, they running neck and neck. Yeah. Really. No, I think with, Philadelphia is going to. These are historically notorious, you know, fan bases where. They, oh, yeah. But, I mean, in Philadelphia, I mean, across the, they won a Super Bowl, and they went absolutely ballistic. So, like, you got success. You're gonna get. You're gonna get your dudes coming out there to to root for you. And they boo Santa Claus. So, I'm just saying, <laughs> take what you wanted from that. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> no, Philadelphia. I man, it's weird. It's hard. This team is weird. And this series is weird. Atlanta. I I, I told you this last night. I feel like Atlanta over the last before game four, the last two games, games two and three, it just felt like they were just a year too soon. Yes. Um, But then you come back in game four, even because at the time we were talking about it during the game. And I said that they were a year too soon, but it was like from garbage time in game one (laughs) to about five minutes left in fourth quarter. They have just been in this fog where they have just been like two steps behind this team all of a sudden, which makes no sense whatsoever. And I mean, they can't shoot the ball whether they on the road, whether they at home, and 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 they was able to grit out and gut out and just stay close enough until the team finally, finally hit a hit a spark and woke up. And yeah, my goodness, that was a team I know I love right there. It was last night yeah. down the stretch. But um, back to your point, I'm, I just wanted to kind of frame that <laughs> that that time frame as to what we. They disappeared and didn't show it back up. It was like, what happened here? You know, it was a great comeback. I I don't know what spin happened over games two and three in the first half of game four, but that second half where you're you were down big, and I think there was a stat they like outscored them sixty one to like thirty eight or something like that mm-hmm. uh, from like the last four minutes of game uh, of game four in the first half. So, I mean, they just – they played a game where they – I don't know what happened, but they flipped a switch, and they were hitting the shots again. And they stayed in it. They stayed close. And then uh, people kept saying a wild finish. I was like, okay, free throws and a missed heave from three. I don't think that's the – I think that's something I've never seen before. But, hmm. man, it, is, it, it, it was kind of – it was a frantic finish at, for, for sure. But I, I definitely think that – I don't know what it was that – Atlanta did that flustered Philadelphia so much at the end of that game because man Ben Simmons with the turnover the we heard the the soundbite from Joel Embiid he couldn't even get off the floor off with, with his knee issue uh, which this is the first time where he've actually since he's been injured in in round one that we've been talking about his injury as an actual injury right so man I don't know I don't know any meniscus tear that takes a week and a half to actually manifest in, in poor play. So <laughs> I, I that, that's what I'm saying. His injury 
which is also a, a knee injury that came from hitting his hip on the floor. If we, if we go back and remember correctly, right. the knee back. <laughs> Somehow but, it's a neck injury too. I don't know. But he, since I mean, but since the injury, and since he got that injury, the dude averaging had, forty I, points, right? Thirty nine and a half points a game, <laughs> and then now he's deemed healthy. Did you see, did you catch his, his second half stats? No, I did not. He completely disappeared. Oh for twelve. Yeah, you know, four for twenty for the game, but he was zero for twelve in the second half. And he was saying, "I wonder what happened." Let me start right there. There, they lost. They they lost the game with Embiid. You yeah. know, not that you know he needed to be sitting on the bench. It just whatever's ailing him, he did not have it the other day. You know, and I mean, some kind of you know it was interesting. I've been seeing a lot of good players have bad games and still come out with good stats. You know, like, yeah. dude, how you still at 17 to 21? This dude still had 21 rebounds. That, Couldn't shoot I thought a lick. I saw that right. I was like, there's no way you have 21 rebounds. Like, I was like, jeez. But let me explain why. This is the problem. This is the problem. Unfortunately, now I have to just shed a little light over here to Atlanta. Yeah. And put a spotlight on. Y'all have a Big issue with y'all size. Y'all have, y'all have no rebounders. I'm sorry, you got. It's literally Clint Capella and nobody else. Clint Capella and yes, <laughs> that's it. I think it's supposed <laughs> to be John Collins, but I, I I don't think that they're taking the same approach as Phoenix is with Jay Crowder and no, uh, no. and DeAndre Ayton. No, no, Collins is like, look, I'm a scorer. Uh, I shoot threes. I'm, I'm on the perimeter. I'll come but down. But when you're listed He's as a everywhere. power forward center, I'm sorry. I need rebounds out of you. And I'm just saying. I don't think that they established him more as a stretch four, you know, as opposed to a – he's not a prototypical power forward. He goes down there from time to time. But, again, they're going to need to beef, beef up the line a little bit. More. Yeah. So, I mean – And this I, is what I'm saying. I think that you're too early because they, they need a guy off the bench that can still get you rebounds. Right. Because I think, yeah, you can – you can kind of play around with Collins between the three, four, and if you go on small ball, even the five at some points in certain lineups. Mm-hmm. But you know that's just going forward. I'm just kind of getting ahead of myself. But <clears throat> yeah, it, they they are just because and I watched the game. This MB was getting those rebounds pretty. They were just bouncing to him. He wasn't yeah. like he was crashing the board 21 times and just snagging the ball. Like he made it on three plays. You know yeah. the ball just kept bounce, hits him right in the hands. He's standing. You know his hands is already up there. He just grabbed it. You know and. There they go. It it was effortless, especially when Atlanta, of course, they've been cold for two and a half games, you know. Yeah. And that's the other thing. It's just it, that's taking nothing away from Embiid because I know a lot of big men that, could, that have been in those situations and they walk out of there with eight rebounds a game because, you know, but he took advantage and at least he stepped up in different areas when he didn't have it on the offensive end. Now, where I got confused at, he kept shooting. Yeah. That's the thing I was trying to get at. Like, yeah, he did make the pass to, to Ben Simmons down the stretch, but that was one play. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you made a couple of more of those one plays, you might have would have won the game, you know, and this yeah. would have been a 3-1 series, not a, not a 2-2. I think it's weird because, like, I think this was going to be an opportunity with in that second half with Joel's injury. They really could have showcased Ben Simmons if they wanted to, but they decided not to. And this is where I'm having an issue with Doc Rivers, where I'm like, dude, you first you started out because this is going back to this offseason where mm-hmm. you you decided to not force Ben Simmons to, to develop a shot. 
you didn't go get the 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 shooters enough shooters to put around Ben Simmons and mm-hmm. Joel Embiid because they both want to play in the paint. That's that's I think that's the difference. It's that like not the fact that yes, Joel can shoot on the three point line, but they Joel wants to be in the paint. Ben Simmons wants to score in the paint, and they don't have any shooters. They, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, if Seth guy. Curry can't shoot, like if he's having an off night, your entire game fails. Like you, there's nothing you can do, and I think that's what's so fragile about this team. And so. Honestly, whoever wins this series, I'm sorry to say, I I can't take you against whoever wins the other series in the East. Yeah. Because both of them, I, I feel like Atlanta's a year too early, and, and Philadelphia just, for some reason, did not put together the pieces the way that they should have or developed the pieces that they had to get them to a place where... Because if Philadelphia has either Ben Simmons with a shot or just two more shooters to come off the bench... There's no Atlanta can't hang. Exactly. They got they got nice pieces. They just don't necessarily have like you were saying. The they right don't have pieces. the correct pieces for the right. for what their what what their stars are. I like Maxi. I um, mean, and you talked about Thibel, and Thibel has he stuck Trey Young. He he, he, he did what he had to do. I mean, I'm not not really focused on his offensive yeah. game, you know, but defensively he's he I mean, was he out made, there. He's he actually made all defensive second team. His presence was shown. Yeah. I mean, you can. Taking the eye test, you can see, okay, man, this dude is for real, you know, and he he looked impressive, but I can't wait to see him when he does develop his offense. Can he game. technically? I'm, I'm I think that's that's still asking a tall order to, to just throw Thibault out there to stick to Trey Young. I'm like, man, you know, somebody don't like you, Thibault. I'm just <laughs> I just want you to know that. <laughs> I don't think he has to be there out there by himself, but I think that he does do enough to just. You, no, you you're can't. not gonna you're not gonna stop Trey Young, but he you can't. can slow him I'm, down I'm, and make him uncomfortable. But I know you we were talking about that last week when we were talking about, you know, we can throw Simmons at him and yeah, you know, and, and, and you can throw a curry at him. No, you can't. Curry <laughs> can't play defense. Yeah. Uh, you know, no. I, as much as I, I was trying to protect this guy, I'm like, you I was like, God, <laughs> this dude is not he's he's a defensive liability. Not that he can't play any defense, he's just not that not type against of the he's, best. he's not that yeah. kind of defender. And his game is to he can play average defense. And give you very, very, give you very good offense, you know. And if he's wide open, it's not Steph. However, he, he's 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 Steph. Point five, yeah. <laughs> not one point. You know, you know. Yeah, but it, I think it's weird though because I think Seth Curry has a better efficiency rating than Steph does. He doesn't shoot volume, the the volume of yeah. He's never been given the green light that like that, and that's he shouldn't. That's not a stat we should. That stat doesn't tell the story. You really, I know. I hear Efficiency? what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's just because we talking about volume now, and 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 of course, Steph was given the green light. Steph Curry still plays a part of a system, you know. Yeah, and yeah, I, I had made a kept <laughs> a big argument with a um, with a guy about um, talking, who's the greatest shooter? This is way before ESPN was talking about yeah. how Steph Curry, greatest shooter, and everybody, you know, they coined him the greatest yeah. shooter of all time, and this and that. And I was like, you know, there's two people I think that's that that that's that I seen in the league at my time, mm-hmm. all up to now, who could have actually rivaled him. And and like nobody was like, and when I shared it, this guy was like, could not see it whatsoever. And I said one, the the, the first person was his coach, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. 
who was the number that had the highest, he still has the highest three point field goal percentage. And does he still? I, I think I, I think Seth Curry passed him. Did he just did he just do it? Because he's been that ever since like nineteen ninety eight. Here, I'll I'll pull it up. You keep going. Okay, and that was one. Like if you just talking about like if he was like 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 all right, we're gonna have a three point shootout, you know, and then we're gonna get down to who who's gonna be the greatest. I ain't never seen anybody in in, in a three point shootout contest outdo Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr has been like, damn, lights out. It's it's Steve Kerr with forty five point four. Seth Curry forty four point four. Uh, Steph Curry is one, two, three, four. He is seven spots down. He's the seventh best with forty three point three. And it's because of his volume, and his volume is going to affect that. Which he is, he can be rightfully at the top just for who he is. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. I'm sorry. Three points made. Seth Curry. I mean Steph Curry. Uh, two thousand eight hundred thirty two. Steve Kerr. Just wild guess at what what the number of three pointers made. Not even a thousand. Not even seven hundred twenty six. <laughs> Does a lot with very little. Yeah. <laughs> and this is what because he. I mean, you want to know what it looked like back in the day? Literally. Yeah. Somebody hear that and be like, "Oh man, get this out of here." Whenever he touched the ball and decided to wind up and shoot, he damn near hit it every time. Yeah. He didn't Steve Kerr did not take bad shots. He only took shots that he knew he was that he had a very high percentage ch- chance of, of well, hitting when you're playing and on a did team in the flow of the offense. Yeah, because when you're playing on a team with MJ and Scottie Pippen and Armstrong and all these other great players, you can't miss the shots that you take. If you take a bad shot or you take a shot that doesn't have that good of a chance of going in, MJ's going to get on you. And mm-hmm. we all know, I mean, you go back looking at The Last Dance, any other documentary that has to do with the, with the Chicago Bulls or just MJ himself, he does not take being ill-prepared or any sort of just mistake. He's going to call you out on it. Right. So, I mean, I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think... St- uh, Steve Kerr is the greatest shooter of all t- time. I'm not going to dispute that. I think Steph Curry is the best volume shooter of all time. That's a very good way of putting it, and because that and that speaks to the t- way the game has been played today and versus back then. Because when this first started, I couldn't believe like the green light. That was, no one ever got the green <laughs> light ever. Yeah, you, you had to be MJ. You know, yeah. um, you know, Magic Johnson. You, you know, he's like you have to be the upper Ash like the you got to be the Durants and the yeah. and the LeBrons of the you you can't just be I'm sorry, you you can't <laughs> Paul George. You don't get the green light. Yeah. You're good, but you don't get a yeah. green light. You know Steph was like, Man, yeah, yeah, I'm like, dude. The man shooting twenty threes a game. I ain't never seen nobody shoot that many th- three point attempts. Not that he shot twenty. He, he shoot like what fifteen or fourteen or something like that uh, per game. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's in certain games. I don't think it was per game, but yeah. Even if it was nine or ten, most if you look if you go and break down like Reggie Miller's numbers or um, Ray Allen's numbers, three to five a game. Yeah, attempts. I'm yeah. not talking about maids. No, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. And I'm saying, but when these dudes put the ball going in every damn time, <laughs> you know, and they, and, and of course it was a league when they shot actually, guess what people? Two pointers. 
Chris Paul is trying to show y'all what that looks like. He actually talked about that after the game. Because that's said, a big thing. Well, because what he said was is that we went to we were at a time where three shooting a three or shooting in the paint was literally the only thing that you could possibly do. And he said, well, if that's the case, that means that only people are going to be trying to defend that. So let me perfect the mid-range game because if you're all focused on what's happening way up here and way down there, I got so much room to operate in the middle. And it, it and it showed in game in game four where mm-hmm. he thirty seven points. I don't think he took too many shots from from three or from in the paint. Like he he was just operating. No, he was tearing that little um, that little side of the um, free throw line yeah. area. Man, he was a t- four or five in a row, and he knocked all five down. I'm like, y'all gonna actually gonna stick him and meet him at that point spot? That's obviously his spot, you know. I'm like, but. What that being said, man, CP3 would took them on a clinic, man. <laughs> Get back to the East. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia, though. Always back over to the West. So, so anyway, what was I discussing? We're, the reason why we – the three-point oh, ability who, of Seth Curry. Oh, and who the other person was. I told you the guy who laughed me out the, laughed me out the room. Yeah. His father, Dale Curry. Oh, Dale Curry, yeah. Same thing, but he, he couldn't – the issue was the volume. He couldn't see past, man, look how this dude is shooting. Man, he's shooting six, seven in a row. Yo, his father would never shoot six. He wasn't allowed. Yeah. Hell, Reggie Miller wasn't allowed to do that. And Reggie Miller technically had the green light to shoot and play his game, but his game wasn't to just sit there and put up five, six, seven, eight, three-pointers a game. He had games like that, but that was game flow. Yeah. That's not just, you know, the the, the James Hardens and the Steph Currys. Okay, you you shooting at least seven threes today. Yeah. I, you know, it just, I could tell the game has changed so much. Now, I know people are like, but they're hitting them. I'm, okay, you know, if now if I can bring yesterday's defense up today, I bet he don't hit as many as you think he's going to hit. I mean, it, you know, but that's getting into yeah. a whole other conversation. Yeah. But that, that was, that was two, two players that I gave. He he just he could not see past you know ah oh, nah yeah you you crazy then he then brought it back up like later and see man you talking that now you don't know nothing about basketball how you, not saying I've never said that he didn't shoot great I'm like you acting like you acting like Steph went to Davidson and learned how to shoot his mm. father taught him yeah. how to shoot are you serious dude <laughs> you know I'm like what you <laughs> anyway. Oh. I'm done. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm so done because like Steph Curry has put the Curry family on the map, which most people didn't even know Dale Curry even existed. You know, and I didn't until you introduced me to Dale Curry, and I I did watch a bit of his time in Charlotte, and yeah, I mean, he's only the number two scorer of all time yeah. in Charlotte. They just got passed up by Kimball Walker. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. No, I think no that Larry Johnson, nowhere Alonzo Morning. Getting back to this series, though. It's yeah. a best of three, though, where we're at now. Yep. Philadelphia definitely, to me, has the edge, even though Atlanta got that last game. Atlanta's doing exactly what I'm asking for. I I, I know I wanted them to win. I said, but I, I still want them to win. But I I think, win, though. but I, 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 I think them. that Philadelphia is going to pull this out. They gave me everything they asking for. They they made this a series. They then they're going to make Philadelphia work for this. You yeah. know, so by the time they get into the next series. I, f- I just don't see Philadelphia making it to the finals, whether well, they win the series or not. We'll get to that in a second because I do think there is a very real possibility that they do. Um, I don't still. Just, I don't, I don't, I don't let you make your point. I, I, 
think I know where you're going, but regardless of what the what's going on <laughs> on the other side, I don't. That doesn't. Yeah. I think I just think that whoever pulls out of that series is is going to the finals. Yeah, I, I mean, I I, I Philadelphia we'll is second. struggling a little yeah. bit too much with Atlanta for me to be thinking that they can take on these other two. But I think this is really a, a testament to how good and and where Atlanta is at right now. Atlanta is a team that they're just a year too, year too early. They need to figure out a couple of things on the perimeter. They need to get uh, Trey Young another another star. It can't just be Trey. He needs. I, I think if they try to do, hey, maybe they decide Philadelphia <laughs> decides what we've been saying all year. Get Joel and beat out of here. Trade him over to Atlanta. He might not stay healthy, but hey, I don't know what you could get back for him. But him and Trey Young. A true man. They probably try to take the whole front court. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just can't give you all of that. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. But do you know no. what I did see in that game that I was just sickening? What's up? I mean, I I, <laughs> I want to get Nate McMillan was trying. <laughs> I saw he started Tony Snell. That did happen. What? I get it, but I'm glad he pulled the plug on that quickly. I'm like. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I always spoke to, I like his athleticism. The man not cannot ready. shoot to save his life. He just, he, he's not a good shooter. He never has been. A horrible shooter. Man, I mean, it has never improved since his rookie year of me watching him in Chicago all the way to last night. I was like, I'm starting to get the feeling that shoot at all. I, I felt like it was the only thing that you can develop is as a skill in the NBA. But as it stands now, I'm starting to feel like the opposite. I feel like it's the only thing you can't develop because with Ben Simmons, Tony Snell, there's a bunch of other kids that just like young guys that haven't been able to shoot. Like, I feel like nowadays you just there is can't one do thing it. you can develop, literally, and unfortunately, it's a dying art, and it's defense. You True. you can be taught, but it's a because it's a it's a mentality it's a it's a buy-in thing it has to be and, a way that it, it's got to be right. the way that you play the game for the most part because if you got somebody that isn't catering just to the offensive mm-hmm. side and try to they don't care who you, they're not, not going to do it you know, unfortunately yeah. and this but yeah and t- i will say tony snell can play defense and i think that is his one saving grace cuz probably the why man he's getting signed not and i'm not not this is not even Talk about him. I'm getting on this. No, it's just I call it as I see it. He's just not a very. He's not a very good shooter at all. No. Um, I couldn't even say where his range begin nor ends. Just, <laughs> <laughs> the man cannot shoot. I, you know, I'm, 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 I can't even tell you the last time I actually seen him hit a jump shot, like in an active game when I watched him. I, mm-hmm. I have no memory of that. Like every time he shoots the ball, he misses every single time. Let's. But did you have anything else on this series? Um. You think Curry needs a bigger role? That's the question I got. Because taking uh, everything that's been going, yeah, they just got edged out by three. We've seen how the momentum has swung back and forth for both teams. Here's how I answer that question. If Joel Embiid is hobbled, then of course, yes. But if we're talking about completely healthy, I think he's doing just what he has to. I I, I think that Maybe they need to, maybe Doc Rivers just needs to drop some plays for him specifically. But other than that, I don't think that he needs 
to be taking more shots. I just think it's a matter of he needs to be more efficient with the shots that he is taking. Well, I mean, last game doesn't speak to none of that, but <clears throat> seven for ten from the field. But to my point, I'm looking at it, he only had he's a shooting guard. He's a he's, he's a he's a sharpshooter who only shoots ten times in a league that you know what I'm saying in this kind of era where like where's your fifteen to twenty attempts? I mean, but Embiid led everybody in yeah. shots. But I'm saying if if Joel Embiid is hobbled, I would like to see Seth Curry have a a much larger role where he's taking 20 to 25 shots. Let me say it like this. Okay, Seth Curry was 7 for 10, right? Yeah. Played 35 minutes. Okay. Ben Simmons played 36 minutes. He was 5 for 10. I have a problem with that type of stat. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? You just, you play one less minute and y'all both shot the same and Ben Simmons don't shoot. So... (laughs) You know, that's what I was, yeah. that's what this question came. I was like, that seven for 10 is very deceitful. You know, I'm like, I see that, but uh, when I'm looking at Ben Simmons, I'm like, what's going on here? You know, yeah. like, I, I, you, you're taking, it's almost like you, you, you've been given starter minutes, but you've been given just limited access to the offense. That doesn't make any damn sense when you, here lies the problem. Here. Yeah. But okay. I, I don't want to, I don't want to hold you. <laughs> I have a lot on this game. I'm skipping over quite a bit. I will just say, Bagdanovich told you he's the X factor. I'm just, I ain't <laughs> saying, I mean, I told you like you didn't believe me. I'm just, I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all is listening. Bogdanovich is that X factor, you know, just. I agree. I, I think that he is, he has a huge role with Atlanta. I, I think Atlanta, that was a steal. To get him in the, in this offseason in free agency, that was amazing. Like you, especially. That he was tantalized with the decision of going with Atlanta or going with Milwaukee. Right. And with everything that was happening with Milwaukee, they just got Drew Holiday. They were in a real good spot. They got Bogdanovich. They're they're the favorites to win the East. And so, I I mean, for them to convince Bogdanovich to come over and to be that last piece with – or last piece, they got a lot more to do. But to be that other piece in in Atlanta, again, I am so excited for Atlanta's future. Exactly, because, <clears throat> yeah, he's that second guy now, but like we were talking about the other thing, they're going to need a number two because yeah. he'll be the perfect three. Oh, God, oh. yeah. A guy that you could just put in the corner to hit any shot at any time, just just be ready. And can put it on the floor when necessary. Yeah. That's what I was like. And oh, can run the second unit. that guy. Right, exactly. Because, I mean, you could put him out there, and you know, when you, you pair him up with a Gallinari, now we go. Now we cook. They're just flowing here, and you got Lou Williams out there. Mm-hmm. See you, Rondo. <laughs> I, I'll take Lou Williams. <laughs> Lou Williams looked nice the other night. I'm like, okay, that's the new Lou Williams I know. So, yeah, I mean, they they're about a player away. I don't know who. I gotta look at the free agency league. Yeah, I, I, that's goodness, that's the one like thing that one I haven't done. Players. I have not looked at what this off season is gonna look like free agency wise. So I'm excited uh, to see who is available, but from from what it sounds like, I mean, nobody's talking about it, so I don't know who's going to be available. So we'll see who they can try to go get. I mean, we'll probably have a whole conversation about that yes. uh, in, in the coming weeks here as the playoffs continue to roll on. But Wait a minute, I, I got a couple of Why is Harris so d- one-dimensional? I mean, th- damn, I'm like, dude, okay, you can score. Big whoop. Yo, yo, as big as you are out there, why don't you, this man can't grab no rebounds. 
he don't even commit him. I understand Embiid is down there, but I'm like, <laughs> Shaq did not. <laughs> Shaq played. He didn't just. Okay, the team got thir- 38 rebounds as a team. Mm-hmm. Shaq got 34 of them. That didn't happen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why? It's like, it's Embiid and nobody else. Like, I don't know. I don't do get not, it. And, and that's. What I'm, that's what I've been saying. He has been grossly overpaid for what he does. He is a role player uh, beyond all role players to me. He's great at what he does when he when you want him to be a scorer. But I don't, hey, I need defense out of you, and you're not that. You're, you're not. You're not. It's not that you're not elite at it. It's not that you're not good at it. It's just it's you're you don't commit yourself to it. Plus, again, like you said, you just you're not a presence in the paint either. And if you're you're gonna play plan my four, I'm gonna need some some. Some physicality out of you. I, I need you to rough somebody up a little bit. I, it's almost like they're trying to take the Dallas Mavericks model, <clears throat> the the Dirk Nowitzki Dallas Mavericks. Um, Please elaborate. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki was kind of like the prototypical stretch four. Yeah, like the stretch four of stretch fours. But which was so interesting about it, he really wasn't a stretch four. He was just four. You yeah, know, he played up and down, but he. It's just the way he played, and mm-hmm. he's a little. Dirk's a little different than everybody else, but you know, <laughs> he's just an oversized guard. But with that being said, it's like he took on that role. Like I'm, I, I'm committing myself to the offensive end. I like to shoot jumpers. I will come down there and, and you know dunk the ball or go off the glass here and there. But it, when, when I say big men who should be down low or who play down low, and all of a sudden they just come out and they got this jump shot all of a sudden. It reminded me, of, uh, it, it took me back to uh, when Horace Grant did it. Okay. Because he started out, he was just uh, just in the paint guy, you know, scoop up the offensive rebound, to put the ball back up, or maybe get a pass, a few, you know, fourth or fifth go around. And, you know, he'd get his, he'd get his 12 and 7 or 12 or yeah. 14 and 8 or whatever, and which is fine as the number three guy, it, you know. Yeah. But then, of course, it got exploited when Jordan retired the first time in 94. And all of a sudden, he just started and kind of flailing out about nine, ten feet out. And he just started knocking down these jump shots. So I'm like, damn, ain't no horse crack and shoot. Like and the more he got frustrated, the further they got into the season, the more he just started committing himself to shooting more jump shots. But he was putting himself on display at the time, too. He was auditioning. So I, I get a lot of reminiscence of Harris and is is becoming that kind of player. But what I, my point of saying that is, that kind of player does not necessarily help your team unless your your five is like absolutely completely dominant on both ends of the floor, and you have perimeter shooting that support what this guy is doing. They do not which have they the do perimeter shooting. No. I, I think yes, Joel Embiid could be that, but again, he doesn't have the physical health abilities to to be that guy so there's that for one but then on the other side yeah they don't have the shooters around i mean yeah you got seth curry and exactly. <laughs> like uh, i just i don't it's not there and and that, that's my issue with philadelphia is like you guys had the perfect opportunity this season if you wanted to do what you said you wanted to do and we got two stars let's go with them let's run them and let's see what we can do with them all right Let's put the pieces around him to make that work. No, we're going to give all the money in the world to to, to Tobias Harris. We're going to trade away, or I I don't know if he traded away. They cut him, uh, uh, Al Horford, and now they've got that dead cap space to deal with. 
And now we got Seth Curry. We got him. We've already gotten rid of J.J. Redick, who I think would have been really good if he... No, Seth Curry replaced him. Duke player for next. Uh, they should have kept them both. I understand, but that's what I'm saying. He just became a replacement yeah. for him. What I don't understand is why are you, you know, why not play to your your strengths? Um, case in point, you you really got to expand this bench. Shake Milton got to play more than 15 minutes a game. He's got to be good enough to play more than 15 minutes a game. That's yeah, the other side of it. showed up yesterday. I mean, well, but, yeah, I mean, I get that, yeah. but I mean, on a consi- I, mean, I need some consistency out of your, out of the bench cuz I'm sorry. Some. I I have an issue with I can I can have a game where Shake Milton takes over and he he's a star and he he won us the game and then the very next time I put you out there you just completely disappeared. Like I need some consistency. It's kind of hard to shine with 7 minutes a game. I mean, so I understand. You know that. what I'm saying? I know, I I get know that. some got you gotta you gotta take advantage of the, the time you have. And yeah. Some players, I'm sorry, they they their volume, but they gotta be out there for a while, unfortunately. You know, but I mean we're in crunch time. We are in this is desperation mode. It's a two two series, it's a best of three right now. You've gotta go out and you gotta finish and play. Like I, I can't ha- I can't give you time to warm up. If you're not gonna come out here and be ready when when we're, when it's time when that when that horn sounds and we're ready to start playing the game i need you to be ready well it's it's, it's safe to say between harris and b simmons and Curry, they ain't going anywhere they're gonna get their minutes no matter what but True. that leaves one spot open and that is it that is y'all window for the yeah. bench and i'm speaking this to the shake miltons to the dwight howards because matisse diable and, and i was about to here's my third one and i was about to bring them three up simply because and i said dwight howard specifically yeah, you didn't bring him over here just to be bringing him over True. here. And Dwight Howard is not "quote unquote" washed up. He looks like it at times, but damn, if you're only gonna play the man a handful of minutes, especially and, when you have a hobble Joel Embiid, and you're not even yeah, and you're not even committing or running any plays through this guy. Okay, you asking Dwight Howard to do what? Something he's never done before, which is what you know, be a body, figure it out. You know, <laughs> no. It's, that's the other thing, like you said, and, and Embiid is hobbled. This is the time to fuse this guy into the game, yeah. and or, I mean, he was a big role of the 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 Lakers run, right? Like I'm sorry, I don't see too much of a drop off in his game from last year to this year. And the man, if they really wanted to go big, they could put Howard at the four, and you could you could just stick to Tobias Harris to the three, but True. then you can put Ben Simmons at the one, and you still got Curry at the two. I'm Throwing it out there. <laughs> but Mate- you want to go all defense, but Matisse Seibel in for Seth Curry. Yeah, but then they ain't got no shoot. Ben Simmons can't shoot. They can't shoot anyway. Ben Simmons, <laughs> I mean, but Ben Simmons can't. I, you know, no. You can do that when you can do that when Tobias Harris gets high. No, no, no. I understand. <laughs> ben Simmons can't shoot well. <clears throat> Tony Snell can't shoot. There's a difference. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I really had to preface that. If that makes any sense, <laughs> I completely forgot about Tony Stella. You just I had to break him. Never forget. He played in this game. I'm like, how did we 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 on the same he series? Played, what a minute! You've been you've been <laughs> trying to move off. You've been trying to move off this series. He got so fired long. in real time. <laughs> did he? Wait, 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 wait. No, he played eight minutes. Stop. <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute. He played one in a minute. Okay. All right, all right. I, I'm I, my notes are fine. I got 
We can move on. Okay. We want to move on. I, 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 hey, it yeah, was yeah. a very good series. It was so much I took out of this. I think I had more notes in this game than any other other game. Okay. So, I mean, if you I got anything else, bring it up. Because I mean, I, I mean, we we got to talk about Milwaukee and Brooklyn, but we got some time. I want to give Capella his flowers. Put up another solid double double and a win. Okay. I, I just, I just, well, <laughs> he probably get a double double. Probably most wins they get. I'm, I'm, I'm up there making connections. <laughs> he get a double double, they win. You know. Well, he, he put up a solid 12 points, 13 rebounds, 6 for 9 from the field. Embiid, 4 for 20, 0 for 12 in the second half. I have to throw that out there. Quinn Capella, along with swarming defenses and defensive help that he got from his teammates, they was able to slow Embiid down enough to come back, get the lead, hold on to it, and then yeah. just hold on to the game <laughs> and run out of there with a yeah. game, game four win. Um, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I already talked about Bogdanovich. Um, like I said, he is the X factor. Trey Young truly is, but you know what? I, 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 besides, if Trey Young is doing it, besides <laughs> Trey Young, <laughs> there, there's Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yo, uh, <clears throat> Trey Young, 25 points, 18 assists. That dude. <laughs> I agree. Did I, you see that big hunk of metal that was on his shoulder? Mm-hmm. I think it was an ice block. <laughs> no, I think they put a, one of those uh, heat packs on him because they were talking. They, I think he, I don't know what's going Is that on. From NASA, <laughs> like that thing was huge. Yeah, I'm like, what's wrong with his arm? I got. A, <laughs> we actually have a huge ice block. I'll show it to you. I, I we walk, got one of those big ones. I walked out the room. I came back and he was just sitting. I'm like, what? What did I miss? <laughs> like, what? What happened to him? And he just he's sitting there looking normal. I'm like, what's wrong with his shoulder? I, I didn't even know he had a shoulder injury. I didn't know either. And the fact that he's been doing what he's been doing or is with he's so children? hot, they just need to keep more. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what are they doing? It might be wild now. Yeah. No, I just, I mean, let's wrap this up. Like, who do you got? Just predictions for this series. Who do who who's going to the finals? In the East, to the conference finals. Out of this series, this is such a this this is a tough one to pick. I don't know. This is two two. And it's all tied up anyway again. Damn it, I'm going to Atlanta in seven. <laughs> I don't care. Until they until Atlanta gets eliminated, Atlanta's my pick. I, I just I am rooting I for like Atlanta. I want to see Atlanta go, but I gotta stop, take Philly in seven. Why you gotta do that? Why I do. Take the real tick. Don't don't go. I with like the, them. I see how they playing. They play good. They're no. the number one seed. I know you didn't say that. I'm no, just, no, no, no. It's not about that. I just think that Atlanta's just a year that. too early. And I but I love what they're doing. I love the way that they're playing. If they win, I'm not going to be shocked. But I'm I'm taking Philly just because I think that Atlanta is just a year too early. I it's too close, and and when you got to this, and I'm saying this in the context that Joel Embiid is healthy enough to play in mm-hmm. Game Five. If that's not the case, then I'm going Atlanta. But if Joel Embiid's healthy, I just think that the way that he's been playing and taking over this series, I don't think there's anything that they can do to really stop what Philadelphia has been doing to them. And it is not a shot at Atlanta. I just think that they just don't have enough yet. I think they need another guy. Okay. And that's true. Okay. I didn't ask there. Um, so you got him in six, got him in seven. I'll say, I'll say seven. Cock. <laughs> so you got Philly in seven and I got the Hawks in seven. Let's go. You and watch six. I and watch Atlanta win in six. <laughs> Both be wrong. <laughs> I'll be happy about it too. No. Let's get to the other side of it. Let's wrap this yes. up. Yep, um yep, yep. Milwaukee, Brooklyn, two two series. 
not what we expected after last last podcast and last conversation. We wow. sound like fools if anybody go back and listen <laughs> I to sound our like stuff. Like an idiot. <laughs> I listened to the whole thing today. I had to re listen. Yeah. I was just like, wow, that was. What did I say about Chris t- Middleton? <laughs> <laughs> what didn't you say about Chris Middleton? <laughs> I'm sorry. He's a bum. I, I'm sorry. He sucks. I'm sorry. He's bad. I'm sorry. He, you know, <laughs> you were sorry about a lot of things with him, but yeah, he showed you. Man, he must have heard our he, podcast. He must have heard. Hey, you. Chris Middleton, put us out there if you're going to be responding to me like that. You, you know, I'm like he responded to you. Typically, like, oh, got you, <laughs> got you on the roads. No, no, he went on the road. They Shut my mouth real quick. <laughs> But not in game shut, three though, game four. No, he shut your mouth. <laughs> I, I, he did exactly what I said he does. I said he's not, you know, like you said, he, he, at best you say he's a four. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, just, I, that I'm was, not, that I'm was not, hyperbolic. I'm not, I'm not disputing. None of that. <laughs> it, I'm just, I'm stating what it was saying. So <laughs> yes. I say what I had to say. But everyone who did not listen to episode 30. Yeah, 30. And, <laughs> so, but <clears throat> with that, it's, um, I'm going to lose my train of thought. We're talking about Middleton. Um, oh, but that, you know, he's, um, he doesn't bring it every night. You know, it's like, yeah, I said, he's a three at best. Yeah. I never said he was a four. I just said at best. Yeah. I mean, his game looks like a five and a six some nights, <laughs> but then, yeah. he, then other nights he looks like a three and then other nights he looks like the two. Some nights he's the one, you know, it's just. You know what you when you put all you take all of that into consideration, he's a very safe number three people. You know that's the best place for him. He's not you know he, but again, he play. Oh my god, he played. No, and you and know I thought what I, about you the whole time when, when I watched it. I was just like, man, <laughs> I hope you not watching this. No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, because I did watch it. I did no, because I don't even think we're wrong in in that in that sense. Because honestly, no, no, we I wasn't wrong. I don't think I was wrong. Your take was not correct. That's all I'm saying. It was incorrect. Yes, Chris Middleton showed up in these last (laughs) in the last game. You wasn't wrong, but your take was incorrect. Listen, (laughs) let me talk. I have an issue with the way that people are talking about Milwaukee because this is not the way Milwaukee should be winning this series. Because for for all that's been going on, I don't know who's got who favored in this series. I, I mean, I really think we needed to watch Game Five to see how KD responds by himself, if that is what it what the case is. I know that there's a conversation that a J- James Harden's going to be out there, but if James Harden's out there, he is a fraction of what James Harden actually is. So again, I, I to me that is KD by himself. Does he come up lame somewhere in the midst of the game? Exactly. We don't know. So. To me, I, I think that the smart thing to do is just to sit James Harden for this game. Don't play him. Let him rest a little bit more. If he is close to being ready, then just get ready to play him in game six. Because in all honesty, even though this is a really important game in game as, as it is game five, and that's there's a, some percentage of, I think it's like an 80 plus percentage of whoever wins game five in a tied series goes on to win the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with that being the case, you're looking at a injured Brooklyn team and they don't have the pieces around KD by himself hey, to go got, win the series. And the- I know when we talked about it last week, injuries are a part of the, a part of the game. Mm-hmm. 
with that being said, this isn't the way Milwaukee wants to win this series. I don't think this changes the questions that we have about Milwaukee coming out of this series. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you guys, the only reason why you came back, they had a bad game three, which I actually thought Milwaukee was going to win game three. I didn't think it was going to be in an 86-83 game. And we talked about it after that game. Mm -hmm. That changed nothing for me when it came to that that series because I'm sorry, you almost lost a game where the the shot percentage from Brooklyn and Kyrie, they were ab- completely absent the entire game. Like they, they couldn't have anything fall. And that wasn't going to happen again. <clears throat> right. So after game three, going into game four, I said, I, I honestly, I think we're coming out of this 3-1. Brooklyn's going to come out of this 3-1. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go back and probably wrap this up in five. But yes, Kyrie ends up going down early. And that completely changes things. So and and they try to run the and, and uh, Steve Nash said it himself. He was like, "We did not have a game plan for not having Kyrie." Like when it came down to it, for some reason we weren't able to adjust and to stop saying, "Just give it to KD and let's see what he can do with it." Steve Nash be fired for this for making even even sharing such a such a such a view. That seems negligent to me. Did you? I mean, did you hear that? I didn't song? hear it. Yeah. I was hearing you say that. Like, really, Steve Nash? I mean, I don't think it's a fireable offense. I think what he... if this is the NFL, he's been gone. I'm <laughs> just saying. I, 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 no, I took no, it I from agree, a football but... standpoint. Like, it's just something. This isn't just... football. This isn't the NFL. It's the NBA. I, I know. That's that's the problem. And, <laughs> but with that, it, it's that kind of philosophy as to how I can see how you lost. You make you couldn't make the proper adjustment in real time, and there's gonna be some other numbers I'm gonna dive into. Specifically, just to show, just put spot to, to bring, just to put a spotlight on some of what you're saying. Yeah, because oh. to me, like I don't think that this is this still even with them winning games three and four, it hasn't changed my view on Milwaukee themselves. They're not ready to win a title. And yes, you might you might win this series. I still think Brooklyn can pull this out, even even with just KD. Like if no, I'm gonna stop you right. I don't, I don't, <clears throat> that I don't believe. I, I'm gonna let you finish your take. I'm, I just wanted to just interject quickly. I don't believe it. I, I we'll don't see tonight. Have to get into why I don't believe it. There's some other things that would. It's some other things I'm gonna get into as to why I'm saying it. It's not even to be opposed. It's just I seen something. I'm like, mm, I'm sorry, KD's not enough for what what they need to do to win. And it's not so much about what KD is. It's about the rest of them. And that's the stuff and that's I really fair. And and, at. and and at the end of the day. Yeah. Even if Milwaukee wins this, mm-hmm. it, which they some I mean, Brooklyn's still favored to win, so that's one thing. Even with both of them being out, uh, James Harden and Kyrie, that is. But at the end of the day, even if Milwaukee overcomes that and wins this series, that that's not the way that you can really kind of judge and gauge how good this team is because they were so bad in games one and two. And at the end of the day, they didn't really change too much. They didn't play too too much differently in games three and four. It's just a matter of, okay, Brooklyn just came out on a bad night in game three, which which I, I actually said that's what exactly what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I thought Brooklyn was going to come out slow. I didn't think it was going to be 83-86, but I thought it was going to be probably 115-110 mm-hmm. in Milwaukee's favor, right. where just Brooklyn just didn't have it that night. They couldn't finish it out. Milwaukee gets one. Gentleman sweep. 
and that we were right, we were right on that that mm-hmm. trajectory until game four, and now we're losing another star in Kyrie. That does change things a bit, but to me, that doesn't change how uh, Giannis and Chris Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday and the rest of this Milwaukee team going into this series. Like you guys haven't changed anything. You haven't proven anything to me from game two. Well, <clears throat> I think PJ Tucker did. That is true. PJ Tucker has been a huge upgrade, and it, it, not an upgrade. He's been a huge catalyst for these last two wins. Yes, and you said they needed. You did make mention that he needed to hit the boards more. He did that. Yep. Put up seven nice rebounds. He's a, how tall is he? He looks very small. Yeah, I don't. I mean, he's an undersized four. He's a four. I think so. Oh my god, he is listed. See, I don't even know how to. Because <laughs> they got they got they got Chris Middleton listed as a three. So I I don't I I don't know if that's just something that they put because well, they have Giannis officially. at the four. I think they got him as a power forward. Yeah. They got PJ Tucker as a power forward, and they got a small forward, and then it's, they don't have no guards. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Drew Holiday is the only guard. I I would think PJ Tucker was the other guard technically. I mean, you the way <laughs> one his size, two what he was doing. He was the only one out there shooting like that. Yeah. You know. It, it's anyway, doesn't need to hear it on there. <laughs> it's man, did you see PJ Tucker? That's all I can, no. my goodness, just his defensive prowess. It just it, the energy, he and brought. I think that was huge in game four. The way that he played in game four mm-hmm. to not shut down KD by any means, but to, no. to, to be a physical presence on him to make him uncomfortable. Like I said, that's exactly what they need to do with Trey Young. It, this is he's literally. I think you're gonna like this comparison. He is, he is LeBron's Lance Stevenson. Ah, <laughs> I like that. Yes, yeah, he did remind me of Lance. <laughs> just a pesky dude. He's not blown in his ear or anything like that. But he's just he's always on you. He's not gonna let you have any time by yourself. Right. He's not gonna let you just zone in. He's not gonna let you lock in. He's gonna be right there, right next to you all game. Yep. And and that's huge. Just having that a guy that's able to do that to get under somebody's skin that way. That that's huge. It's in the playoffs. That's massive. Yeah. Now to build off of that, they're gonna have to be careful tonight because he did come out of there with five fouls. Mm-hmm. You know how fast he can rack those up in Brooklyn. Come tonight, he try to get super physical. I'm like, mm-hmm. especially if KD wants to drive, proceed with caution tonight. That's all I'm saying. Be ready to switch. PJ Tucker is not going to necessarily be able to solely stay on this guy. Do not fall into the trap of just. We're going to iso ball and we're going to throw him, our defender, on it. Don't play into this. Yeah. Because that, that is the disaster. A recipe for another 40-point <laughs> blowout tonight but based on one guy. Because I will say, I, I I don't think KD can win the series by himself. But I do think he can win game five by himself if, if need be. You know? I think he can win game five by himself, but I don't think he needs to win the series by himself. Like I said, if Kyrie and... James Harden, we're saying they're out for the rest of this series. If that's the case, I think he can get it done with Joe Harris. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Now we can get into this. <laughs> okay. Maybe. And I'm going to say maybe. I'm not going to say no. But after what I've seen in game four, which this is my thing. Okay. So Kyrie Irving, he plays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just set it up. So Kyrie Irving plays. We've we seen what happened. He came down um, on, on Giannis's foot wrong, yep. you know. Giannis didn't. I don't think Giannis did anything malicious. malicious he just no. slid over, 
wasn't even looking down. He was honestly trying to just box him out. Yeah, he was looking up he, there. He yeah. at the basket. He I don't looking. think he even saw that he went down. So first of all, it was Kyrie. Kyrie, what are you doing down there anyway? <laughs> I, you know, it's kind of what it was. As a big man, he, he ain't even paying attention to him there. Like, oh, he just kind of looked over like, well, he's falling on me. A little flea. You know, in comparison, the man looks so small. Kyrie is not a small guy, but is he six four? No, I think like six two. Yeah. Okay. At six three at the most. I'm really stretching it. Six four? I don't think so. No, you're right. Six two. Yeah, that's what I thought. I he say, just looks taller than me. I don't know I why. Like Jay, cause Jason, like Jason Kidd was like six four. Really? Yeah, he's a pretty big guy. I thought Jay Kidd was smaller. Okay, before my time. Him and like and him and Gary Payton they was like both six four. Not, I know Gary Payton was tall. tall. I didn't know that. He's these tall guards. That's yeah. why he was able to get triple double so much. Which of course now I mean. Saying anything when you see a Russell Westbrook, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> make it sound like nothing. At this yeah, <laughs> but um, it was just unheard of in the night. It wasn't like no guard doing that in the night, let alone let alone a point guard. Yeah, but moving on. Um, okay, so he goes. He, so this finally happened. Was the second quarter, right? I think so. It was earlier in the game. Yeah. With that being said, Kyrie Irving stat line: seventeen points. I know you're like, what are you like, what are you talking about something else? Getting there, <laughs> seventeen points. You know he had let. You know he it's seventeen minutes. I'm sorry, seventeen. He played seventeen minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that for a reason. Remember his minutes played. He got eleven points, five rebounds, and he shot five from eleven from the field. Cool. You got that. I got it. Got that line. All right. Now just scroll over there and look at Blake Griffin and mm-hmm. Joe Harris. Yes. Joe Harris, thirty-eight minutes. Blake Griffin, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Three for eight. Both of them. Hold the hell up. You telling me you played 38 minutes to this man 17 and you shot three less time? I That was glaring. I'm like, okay, we got to... Pro- I understand they're like, no, Durant was shooting. Durant's one person. Yeah. Did you, unless you're telling me Durant took all the shots the rest of the way, I don't want to hear that. You know, and I know that's not what happened. It's not. It's... He disappeared. And that's something I don't understand. Like, okay, you played twice as long and shot damn near half as less. Yeah. Almost. And and I, I'm speaking to you, when Joe Harris step up, I don't know if this guy's going to be the guy that's going to do it. That's what I was getting from this. And then I look at Blake Griffin, even worse. Yeah. There is no other big man. I'm like, why the hell are you only playing 25 minutes? And And this is the other glaring stat that I can't understand. You only have one foul. So it's mm-hmm. not like you were in foul trouble. That's I mean, fair. three for eight from the field. You shot one for four from the free point line, which doesn't matter to me. But eight points, five rebounds, and twenty five. I minutes. don't like that he's taking four shots from the three point line. I don't either. However, that was I mean, that that contributes to the three for eight. I mean, yeah. it just they didn't I mean, it's I don't know if they're not committing to him. He doesn't have his confidence. Uh, but the point being Griffin and Harris Go ahead. I'll let you take it. But relax. I, I want to give First you that. First off. <laughs> no, I don't want to relax because that shooting line alone is a problem. And it is. And, and they that everybody has bad games. And that's fine. And I'm I'm speaking to Joe Harris, not Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, I don't know what the hell that was in game four. But you also have to keep in mind, I don't think we're ever going to see Durant go one for eight for three again. So we could have got to all that, but I mean, but no, it's good, but because at, at that point you're looking at a what eleven point difference that already closes it. I mean, just say he gets to fifty percent, 
that's another nine points right there. They're only down by three. Yeah. Yeah, but if you've seen the shots that he were taking, you know, and he was forcing a lot of things. And that was a lot of that one for eight. It wasn't him just, oh, I'm shooting right. And you could say, well, if he just, you know, they run their plays and he spots up. He already tried that and it got into him to a frenzy. He thought he was just forcing shots up, you know. But that's just the first thing. I don't think he's going to have that bad of a shooting night again this series, especially if he's locking in to be the guy. Two, Possibly not. Joe Harris, I don't think he's going to have that bad of a game from the field. Again, I think he is going to take his role a lot more seriously, and I think he's definitely going to be that that volume guy uh, in the second in the in in, in the entire I don't game. Think it was a bad game. Collect, not collect. It, it, it wasn't. Just, it wasn't enough. I mean, it, it wasn't efficient. And I yeah, think that they're going to be a much more That's efficient what I was team. At. Like, eight I don't know who's going to be. Like, what are I you don't doing know out who's there? running the offense. I don't know who's going to be bringing the ball up. And I think that's going to be the biggest catalyst. Right. But outside of that, if they can find a way to get into their rhythm where they are first scoring option KD, second yeah. scoring option Joe Harris, if they can just find a way to get to that point. They'll be just fine, but you're right. It, it, it's going to come down to figuring it out as to who is going to be that guy, who who is going to be the guy who runs the offense. Is KD going to be a point forward this game, or is Joe Harris going to be the primary ball handler, or are you going to have to bring in James maybe? I don't know. I, I don't even know who would be the next guard to, to come up. Uh, Chioza. Chioza? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I don't it, think it would be neither one of them. Yeah, I um, think it would be Joe Harris. I think they'd put Joe Harris at the one, and he's going to run the offense. Even though, yes, he is a forward, but everybody plays every every position anyway. I guess what I'm seeing, yeah, I think more so, like say the, those two are out, I think they're going to insert Jeff Green into the starting lineup. And to, to, to your point, and then they can move a Joe Harris if they want to move him to the to the guard. Yeah. Um. I don't, I'm Brown not sure in? about Brown. He might be the that might be the guy you actually want to bring the ball up. Maybe I don't he, know. So he don't have to shoot so much. But it, he d- don't shoot so much. regardless, <laughs> whoever it is, whoever can initiate the offense, as long as you're fifty percent effective at the at the point guard position, as long as you can get the ball to the to 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 the center court line, because if you can do that, get the ball to KD and he can run the offense. He just can't bring it all the way up the floor. We'll see. It might work to his favor, but if it's anything like the last game, it was just KD really trying to do his best. And I don't think it's going to be that because I think that I don't. I think they're going to go ahead. They're going to play through KD for sure. I think KD is going to have a huge game tonight, but I think Joe Harris is going to play a lot better. Blake Griffin, he does need to step up, and whether he's in the starting lineup or if he's coming off the bench, I don't know. He's in the starting lineup. He has to be that guy. But yeah. I mean, but he, all he has to do is be the three. You don't need to be. You don't. You don't need to play hero ball. You don't need to be taking four shots from the three point line. Like, at most two. Talking about. But him. you got to be wide open. He shot his threes better than Durant. You better get. To, you better. You better call this right again. I'm kidding. Kevin Durant <laughs> is not going to have that type of night ever again. Blake Griffin outshot Durant from the three point line. I said it now. Look at <laughs> check the stat line. <laughs> <laughs> so I, that's where I'm at with it. I just don't think that we're going to have to, we're not going to look at anything like that. We'll again. see. However, I, the man, I got the magnifying glass on Harrison Griffin. 
If they don't show up, you're right. I'm I, sitting like here you said. on the couch with my arms folded. <laughs> yup. I want to see how you all can undershoot a player that only played less than half the game. Yeah. In, 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 in the, you know, where the hell was y'all at? You know? You're right about that. And if that's the case, you're you're completely that right about that. That was the stat that, that but... just I was looking at. I like I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I'm like, okay, I I guess I I just wasn't really realizing what y'all was doing out there, which was nothing. You were yeah. just standing around, you know. And I mean, but I got I think I was caught up like everybody else watching the debacle of Durant on national <laughs> television. I'm like, look, this dude looks horrible. Exactly. Right <laughs> and and uh, he used nine for twenty five from the field. So I yeah, both of those. I don't think that's gonna happen. No, all. and of course you're gonna get the star calls that he was looking for in the other game, and which maybe a play or two, yes, but plus uh, he's gonna be at home. That's what I was getting at. A play or two, maybe should have a call should have went his way, but he he was really trying to initiate a lot of nonsense. Not- that's one of the issues that I do have with the league right now. There's a lot of guys that are just looking. They, they literally, what they're trying to do is draw fouls, and I'm like, can we play basketball, please? Right. I the, that's the only issue that like I have the, the, really right now like, in the playoffs anyway. Like how the NFL is, where you got the defense, you know, the offensive player, you know, or the coaches and the coaches that let's get a pl- penalty drafted up so we can go down the field. No, how huh. about we don't do that no more? We need to change that rule too. Because <laughs> how about you actually make a play and then we can move down the field as opposed to you just going to penalize yourself down down a hundred yards. I think we're moving. That, that was just let me not get thing. into that because I do have a take on the pass interference call. That's because no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't try to cross sports too much because we do that. We just go down a rabbit hole. I, I will. It was. I couldn't find a. You better, can't do that to me with the NFL. I couldn't find a better <laughs> basketball analogy. So, uh, but that it makes sense. Yeah. It's the equivalency to what they what they doing in the NFL when yeah. they do that. I just know? I don't like it, and it, that needs to stop. But regardless, like I said, I think that. You don't think that KD can do it. I think that he can. But I think this is really going to show. Not is is, Not is for the next three games. I don't this think. is going to show if KD is the real deal, though. Because this is, this is going to be the time where you're, you're, you don't have anybody else. That's part of it. The only other component, I got, I got to see how they're calling the game. As long as he's, as long as it's, I mean, yeah, Cause they, right. Because if you blow on them or you stare at them too long and they blow the whistle, okay, I know what kind of night this is. I get is what you're be. saying, but what I'm saying is just <laughs> at the end of the day, if they, if he's able, even if they lose the series, but if he takes over and he's keeping it close and he's really making it a fight, that'll show me how good he really is as opposed to, oh, we're just going to cruise past any team just because we literally have three potential Hall of Famers. So that I think this is gonna be able to show a little bit of KD's legacy right here. This is gonna be this is gonna be a good barometer for what's been happening over the last three seasons. This is it. This is the big one now, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm very. It's big one versus big one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yes, Giannis has a better supporting cast as it stands right now, but hey. Hey, you really don't give Middleton anything on the scale. <laughs> he said they two versus one. He said one versus one. <laughs> and with that being said, let's wrap this up today. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into. I'm not going to go down my rabbit hole. Chris, Chris Middleton. I, I got a couple more points on this, and okay. I'm, I'm done. It won't even be. So remember, yeah, listen to the hot takes last yeah. week. Told you, Giannis needed to have forty points and twenty rebounds, yeah. and he sat here and embarrassed me the way he did. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and you gonna sit here and gonna put out some thirty-four and twelve and win? 
I Remember said it. You said, 15. Oh, he needed 14 rebounds. <laughs> he needed one more rebound, and they won. I'm like, you think four more rebounds, one rebound to them? I had a that's a hot take for a hot take. And this for y'all, this is why I don't get down with the NBA. Y'all just you skew up, you just skew all my analytics. Like that's hilarious. That, that, I I couldn't have been more shoe on the take. Yeah, you were you were one. in on that one. I, I had broken numbers. I broke it down. I had I mean I had really did my research. And now I feel like these ESPN analysts. What in the hell is you talking about? <laughs> these crazy stat numbers you coming up with because you know it speaks to this irky jerk, back and forth, hot, cold, good, bad, on, off NBA. But I will you know, say when you, I will give you that. Yes, there is some herky jerkiness going on, but it, it also did come down to because we were still talking about if it, Chris Middleton can show up and put up twenty, and he did nineteen. But he was able to be efficient. He was what forty eight percent from the field, seven, seven for fifteen. Damn, three from eight from the field like or from three point line. Uh, like, yeah, he's doing what he needs to do. He got four rebounds when he had, I think, one that game. Mm-hmm. Like, completely different in eight assists. Like, he definitely turned that around. Game four, Chris Middleton showed up. Rest of them still remains to be seen. So we'll see what Chris Middleton's all What's about. Up with Holiday, man. Goodness, I mean, he's putting up okay numbers, but yeah. Ever since I put out that stat of him being the the plus minus stat of him, he's completely disappeared. Uh, so I I don't know what's going he's on with him. Not Drew Holiday is speak about it. You're yeah, supposed to let it happen. <laughs> just let just I got to start living in the moment and just admiring what I'm watching and not have to call it out so much. <laughs> right. And shout out to Brian Forbes, man. Yeah, Brent Forbes. He's definitely. <laughs> He just keeps showing how to get it. Like he's like, like I scored five, <laughs> scored ten, and put up another ten. You know, one rebound, another. one assist. He, he comes, he's out there playmaking. He, he got an assist on the. He's strictly <laughs> in there for offense. That's oh, yeah. that's that's just call it what it is. Because I know we keep going through the rest of his line. I, I would like to be, see him else. a little bit more efficient. Right. Okay, I mean, you're two for six from field, and did he only shoot three pointers then? Yeah, free throw, uh, four free throws. Yeah. Oh, he hit yeah. four free throws, but he's four for five for free the, throw. The, the yeah. key stat that I'm looking at in the midst of all these numbers, look at his minutes. Yeah, only 13 minutes. Dude, do you know how efficient that is? The dude, I'm talking about just what he does in a very small burst of time. You know, yeah, that's what you know, which I was saying. These other guys, like we were talking about some of these guys off the bench, I'm like, some of these other guys, they, they can't do it in 13 minutes. They got the half, they need 25 plus minutes a game to even yeah. put up 10. You know, it's just. In the way of how they play the game or how the game flows to them, this guy—I mean, I don't know if they gave him the quote-unquote green light off the bench to you just go out there and just fire it up. But he's the man. That is the only because I mean, Connington, Pat Connington, Forbes, and Connington—that—that's their their bench. I'm sorry. Yeah, they—they're literally running with a seven-man rotation and throwing in the Nassus a couple of times. Bobby Portis, get out of here. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Portis. I'm sorry. It's it's time. <laughs> it's, right. it, it's almost like the like <laughs> like Lord of the Rings at the end. Watch Bobby Portis go off for a huge game in Game Five. <laughs> it's time. He's about to get on the ship, and he's about to sail off into Never Never Land. I don't know where the hell they went. <laughs> You're done, sir. I'm like that dude. Because you asked the question last week, which I remembered. You said, "Why did Bobby Portis get so much playing time?" <laughs> and I never, and I listened to the video and I didn't say anything. Yeah. I didn't have an answer to that. I, yeah. I, I don't even know how to answer. 
Okay, I watched game four. I, I, you know, and the question came up again, and I guess my response, not necessarily my answer, was, "Yeah, why is he playing so many minutes?" <laughs> I, I don't get what he's horrible. <laughs> my voice was not supposed to do that. <laughs> but he, oh, he is hot garbage. I, the way you talked about Middleton. Why didn't you serve save all that venom for this guy? I'm, I know he because don't I don't have because exactly, <laughs> but the fact that he even wanted to even muster twelve minutes of just nonsense, like <laughs> what, dude? Over three from the he's field. Overs. I mean, I guess I could sit there and be like, man, the dude did get two blocks. You know, like he got a rebound and an assist. No, no, those don't count. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He got the offensive rebound. He passed. How'd you out, pick up two fouls in 12 minutes? Hit it. That's how he got his rebound. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, he had a defensive rebound. Ah, he, well, I don't even know what he did. But it, it doesn't even matter, man. Uh, he actually shot a three. How dare him? <laughs> oh, anyway, that, I, I wasn't even. Yeah, the Bobby Porter. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just thought Giannis 40-20 was going to have to be a, yeah. a staple, you know, but I guess when you take Kyrie Irving and falls out of the game, all bets are off anyway, I True. guess. It's a know. different series now. So, with that being said, in the, the, this series, who do you got? Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. Walking in sixth. Oh. I told Milwaukee you, wins it, tonight it's only on, win, on okay. Thursday. Let me pre- tonight is tonight is Tuesday. Yeah, they should be playing Thursday. Now, I'm prefacing this. If it's just KD tonight, yes. KD hobbled Harden. Yes. That's, Milwaukee okay. in six? No, no, no. I said Milwaukee in six if it's just KD. Okay. A hobbled Harden. I'm taking Milwaukee at seven. Okay, I can I, I can do Milwaukee, Milwaukee for the seven. series. Um, but if yeah. it's just KD, I, I just don't. I don't you don't, I don't see them winning tonight with just KD. No, because because you got the question we, we talked about it for the last fifteen minutes. Who else is? I know you said Joe Harris. I'm. Uh, we, you still want to talk about that some more? Because I'm like, dude, I can take. I a said nap. what I got to say about oh, Joe. Harris. I thought you had something next. <laughs> that wasn't enough for me. I'm like, Mm-mm. okay. Well, now I, he could. I, I see where you're going. I just don't. What I'm saying is, I don't think that's gonna happen tonight. I, could it happen? Sure. I just don't think it will. After what I've seen the other night, I'm like, I'm saying regardless, I'm Milwaukee and seven, and I'm game. taking Brooklyn tonight. Okay. I think Bro- Brooklyn tonight. Huh? Yeah, I think that KD is gonna have an insane game. It might be due to the referees giving them every call and them being at home, and he he gets those star calls. It might be that. But I just see KD having an insane game tonight that nobody's going to stop. And then from then on, if because I, I don't think uh, Harden is ready to come back. So if he does come back tonight, I think he's going to get re-injured. And then I there's no way Kyrie is coming off of a low ankle sprain and coming back for this series. So from there, those last two games, game six and seven, I'm giving giving it to Milwaukee, they get one at home, and then game seven, anything can happen. But I think without uh, Kyrie and without 
um, Harden. It's going to come down to Milwaukee in Game Seven, and I think Giannis is going to have that. That's what's going to put Giannis on on the map to be. Oh, he's more than what we thought. That's fair. I think where we do we're different. Where we difference our differences are coming up with just tonight's game. Yeah, and that's fine. It just we have different takes, and that's which makes it much interesting because I like your perspective is very interesting. I'm like, huh. See that I'm not <laughs> siding with it, but I, I can see that I'm just not with it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not saying I want to either because I, I do want Milwaukee to win the series because I'm tired of seeing super teams in the in the conference finals and the NBA finals. I'm done with I'm it. Talking about you noticed the debut game, right? Of Andre Drummond. Don't don't roll your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I had built that up. <clears throat> so let's. Uh, you actually do you have a question of the day? Ah, thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> on a whole nother page. Well, um, I'll start with that. You know, my second official got that dog award. <laughs> okay. Last last week was won by Luka Doncic. By if anybody, you know, any, if anybody was um, cared to remember, Luka just lit it up in the um, the Clippers first series round. Yeah. in the first round, dude. I mean, I could let let him be got that dog for the rest of the playoffs just on his playoff performance in that one round. You know, insane. It's he's the future of this league, and I I can't stress that enough. Luca is the future of this league. Eh, we're gonna see. We're gonna get to my question of the day. <laughs> okay, remember you said that. Okay. <laughs> so this week, who do I have as that got that dog award? Well, I'm not doing any runner ups this year. This week, it's just not necessary. Well, if that's the case, then there's only two people to choose from here. So let's see where this is going. Well, I mean, if I had to do a runner-up, I mean, you. No, you don't have to. Just get get okay. to it. Because I, I could have did the little. No, you know, I'd like to build it up. But anyway. <laughs> okay, got my do- got that dog award is being shared this week. Unfortunately, not unfortunately, it just makes sense. Yeah. Come on, people, y'all know, Chris Paul. And Devin Booker. Okay. Combined. That's fair. <laughs> in these 10 games that they played. I, mean, I know that I'm in, but, and I, I use the 10 games because they, they virtually just the whole entire damn playoff. They have just been there. But check this out Chris Paul is 51% from the field, um, he's 44% from the three point line, 15.7 points, 8.7 assists. 4.1 rebounds and 1.2 steals. Most of that with a hobbled shoulder. Thank you. Devin Booker as the number two. <laughs> I'm doing quotation. <laughs> I'm just being playful. In his 10 games, he is 49% from the field, um, 30, 38% from the three-point um, three line. It's just his percentage. Uh, 27.9 points, 6.8 rebounds, and 4.8 assists. Them two combined have been that backcourt has been insane. Okay, I mean, and there are some more worthy people. Yes, there are, but everybody's gonna take their turn because the people I had to turn away last week just for Luca, and I'm saying (laughs) just for Luca and Luca killed it. But yeah, man, they are putting up some astronomical numbers out here. That now I ain't used to seeing this in my NBA years. Yeah, they're like this stuff is like whoa. And but the part like I, I was getting like for Luca, it looks so freaking impressive and effortless. Yeah. Like, okay, this dude didn't have to shoot eighty times to get forty points. 
you know <laughs> like yeah yeah think about it but that you know what i'm saying it takes all of that just to get it but no he's he's playing quite well so those are my two for the got that dog award now my question of the day so we can crop this out of here remember what you said all right mm-hmm. here it is have euro players caught up to the nba competition level or has the nba rule changes made the league euro friendly Hmm. Let me repeat it right now. No, I got it. That's a long question. (laughs) It's rather the NBA is catering towards Euro players. Let me preference this. MVP, Jokic. Defensive player of the year, Gobert. Yeah, from France. Just throwing this out here. So, in light of, you know, got that dog award. Yeah. Luca. (laughs) Like, I put it up there with the MVP. But I mean, just solid. You know, I'm Bogdanovich, X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this all night. <laughs> no, I did. These Euro players have just kind of, I mean, I'm seeing something I've never seen before. So that's my question comes in that context. Uh, I mean, I guess you could say that the NBA has catered towards it because it's not really as focused on defense. And these Euro players have like an offensive prowess that's just insane. Mm hmm. But I just, I just think it's just a different game. So I think that, may, I guess that technically would say that. But I, I do think that offensively, yes, Euro players have definitely caught up to the NBA game. Hmm. The way Luca plays, I don't think is any softer than what we've seen in the past. Going back to the two thousands, he just plays in such a aggressive manner on the offensive side of the ball. Like you said, he's got that dog in him. Like he he does not care. He's gonna go at you regardless of who you are, whether you're Joel Embiid, whether you're Kawhi Leonard, whether you're Paul George. He does not care. He has no fear. Go bear. I'm gonna guard Marcus Morris on the on the three point line for the game winning shot. Right. Like does not care about that. It's we're going to play our game, and if that ends up with us winning these awards, now Jokic. I'm not questioning his MVP because I do think that he deserved it. Mm-hmm. I just think this is a weird year. So I want to see how he responds next year, especially with having Jamal Murray come back. Mm-hmm. But that's the only Euro player that's hot right now that I'm questioning. Bogdanovich, Bobby, even even uh, Bobby from Dallas, uh, the the big guy. Are they related by any chance? No, none of it them are related. Yes, have, like, <laughs> they're just. Related. No, I mean they have the exact last yeah. name. I'm like, okay, they brothers. I no, 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 and that's uh, that was a question was a lot of people her. had. Okay. Yeah. No, they're they're not related, but yeah, even that one too in Utah. Like all of these guys that are these Euro guys that are just playing fantastic right now. I just think that they have the mentality that this game caters towards offense. I've been playing offense my entire life. I'm not gonna stop, and I'm not gonna be scared of you. At any point, and that's not, and that's not a shot at the American players at all. Mm-hmm. I just think yes, they've caught up and they can play offensively that way for sure. And some of them, like Gobert, can play defensively that way. Sometimes Jokic, and uh, I'm waiting to see how um, Luca responds and how he he changes and ho- hopefully he progresses in his offensive game. So that's my take. That's fair. I I wasn't gonna. I'm just I'm just giving no. a question now. So I we I, 
I will answer the question on our next show. Okay. So, um, but I will put this one out. I did put the other question. I put it out so late. Yeah, I, the, the show went up late last week, so I understand. Uh, yeah. But it did go out on Twitter. I, we got a couple of responses, but it, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll put it out on Twitter. It'll be out on the on the YouTube page as well, so definitely go check those out. And, yeah, I mean, let's wrap up today's show. Yes. I want to thank you guys for listening. This has been a kind of a longer one, actually. Yeah, we're, we're kind of we're, we we're cruising. Of, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I had a lot to talk about today. Yeah. I mean, there's, this is a playoffs. This is the time to, to get it out, so – uh, you, especially with you just getting back into I'm the NBA, this is huge. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, but we Long thank you guys for listening. <laughs> we thank you guys for uh, sticking with us through yeah. this long episode here. Plus, uh, want to make sure you guys direct you towards the Twitter page at the underscore square pod. Go check us out there. Again, questions of the day goes up. All the latest news, everything goes up on that Twitter page. Please like, rate, and subscribe to the show. And also, the biggest thing that you can do is share us. Because, again, I say it every week until we start doing it. We want to grow. We want to get bigger. We want to make sure that we're reaching as many fans as possible because we just want to grow a community of sports fans that are happy to talk about basketball. They're happy to interact with each other and not get dogged about it on Twitter. Let's just have a conversation right there, then and there, about this, the, the current events that are happening in, in the in the sports world. So, And definitely embrace the various views that we come up with. It's just me and you. We just we, <laughs> we watch the same game and have such different <laughs> views of what we see. Exactly. Uh, which, is, which is one of the biggest parts about this show, I think, that just having the perspective of you who's watched NBA for so long, NFL for so long, me... I've watched the NFL all of my life, but yes, I, I have a different perspective on the game. But I, but I also am a student of both of these games. So you have to burn as much <laughs> pure heart right now. True. <laughs> so yeah, well, I mean, I have been spurred by the Bears quite a bit. So don't, don't say I haven't seen anything. Yet. Well, that is a life sentence. We all. Live. <laughs> so. Well, that's going to do it for today's show, guys. Thank you guys again for listening. We'll catch you guys in the next one. All right. Have a good night. Just over two hours.